Testing, testing. One, two, three. Yeah, we are on. Turn it on, turn it off. Welcome all. I am Gina Bernard with the Rise Radio Voice. I am the Wisdom Dialogue and the Motivational Warrior of the Rise Radio Voice. I am also the Dialogue Coach. I am a public speaker, motivational speaker, minister, you name it. Come in and welcome everybody here. I'm sure you can hear me now because that's fun. Give us a click off and a click on and get back on. I think they did some updates. So we welcome all, welcome all, welcome one, welcome two, welcome three, welcome all. As we are here. This is going to be a great night because we're talking about how to live. What are you doing in this moment? Being in the present, bring right now. Thank you, James, for joining. How you doing today? Thank you. I don't know. Now I can't see your picture. Oh, you can't see my picture? Fine. So how are you? I'm doing quite well. Can you hear me? Well, I think, yeah, I can hear you. I did. I think they did oh, a little download or something. Yeah. It's probably going to come up a little late. They probably did a little download. You know, they upgrading systems and things like that. And I think I have a whole new interface and no one told me or emailed me. And if they did, I do apologize um, because maybe I didn't read it. <laughs> so much stuff coming my way. But what? I do huh? No problem. I know I was not... Clicking and pushing buttons over here, trying to figure out what was going on. So I was clicking oh, and pushing was... buttons, trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, it was definitely probably my you. fault. Um, I should have. Um, I didn't see the green light. It'll show me whether I'm talking or not. But I wasn't looking at that. I was too, so interested in getting out the information. Um, introduce yourself and let people know who you are and who you have with you. Okay. Oh, right now, it's just me no. by myself, Geraldine, on another room. But okay. I'm James Sims. Uh, huh? Can you hear me now? Yes, of course. Can you hear me? Yes. I went to a speaker. I put. I added an extra speaker so I could hear you better. Okay. But I'm James Sims, uh, pastor of the Greater Tabernacle Ministry uh, here in Jackson, Mississippi. It's good to be here. Good to, uh, to you be be back on the air again on your podcast. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going Did to tell people. Yes, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can yes, definitely I hear, hear you. you. Okay, great, great. So, I welcome can. the can only crazy. Yes, welcome the only crazy lady. Okay. Yes. So if you want to go on mute, we're going to keep moving. So the thing is, is how to live in the moment. <laughs> um, both are sounding good. 
I don't know who that is, but thank you for letting us know. What are you doing in this moment? And I think what we have to understand that so many times that we yeah, look yeah. and listen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Hello? That's the only crazy lady that says that. Say what? That's the only crazy lady that says that. Okay. So what we're doing is both are sounding good. Yes, I read that. <laughs> so what what we're doing is looking at number one is you've heard it said it before, probably many times that it's important to live in the present moment. Most times we don't live in the present moment. And you also may have heard similar pieces of advice like don't get don't get caught up in thinking about the past or the future. Live in the now. Most people don't know how to live in the now. Most times we need to be present in our own life. And all you have is this moment, so don't let it slip away. All these are possibly overused, sayings boiled down to the same basic message. It's vital to live in the present moment. I cannot keep iterating how much we need to live in the present moment. In our current 21st century lives, it's not easy. There's always something coming up that we need to prepare for or anticipate, and our lives are so well documented that it's never been easy to get lost in the past. Too many people get lost in the past. Too many people get lost in the future, and the future has not even happened. Given the past face and hectic schedules most of us keep, a base level of anxiety, stress, and unhappiness is the new norm because we choose to continue to live in that ever-changing thing and we want to keep moving and things like that. Some people may not even realize it, but the tendency to get stuck in the past and the future can leave you perpetually worn out and feeling out of touch with yourself. Have you ever said to yourself, I just don't feel good or I'm feeling out of myself? The cure for this condition is what so many people have been saying all along, conscious awareness and a commitment to staying in the now. One thing I like to do is stay in the now. Living in the present moment is the solution to a problem you may not have known you had. One thing that I took this training called Be Here Now, and it's by um, Stephen Covey, and it was it was just amazing, being that um, they, they did an example of how sometimes we just go into our own little world and we think about so many things, past, present, future, and the thing is that none of the things in the past, none of the things in the present that you can control or change because it's going to be your future or it's going to already happen. So why are you thinking about it? So the present now is something that you can act up on and you can react up on and being here presently now. So the thing is, you might be thinking that this all sounds great, but what does it actually mean to live in the present moment for you? How could we be living in anything but the present? Okay. So the thing is, we must understand what that looks like. And living in the present is just not an arbitrary term or a popular phrase. It is recognized an evidence-based lifestyle that people are quick to recommend for those um, struggling with anxiety and stress in their day-to-day life. How many of us deal with anxiety and stress in our everyday life? So what is the meaning of the present moment? I want people to understand. Being in the present moment or the here and now means that we are aware and mindful what is happening at this very moment. We are not distracted by ruminations of the past 
or words about the future, but centered in the here and now. All of our attention is the present moment. That's all the Mark Cole Thumb tells it. The present moment is all there truly is. Which he states, the present moment is the only thing where there is no time. It is the point between past and future. It is always there, and it is the only point we can access in time. Everything that happens, happens in the present moment. Everything that ever happened and will ever happen can only happen in the present moment. It is impossible for anything to exist outside of it. Why is being present-minded important? Being present-minded is the key to staying healthy and happy. It helps you fight anxiety, cut down on your worrying and rumination, and keeps you grounded and connected to yourself and everything around you. Although it has become a popular topic in recent years, living in the present is not just a fad or trendy lifestyle tip. It is a way of life that is backed up by good science. Being present and exerting our ability to be mindful not only makes us happier, it can also help us deal with pain more effectively, reduce our stress, and decrease its impact on our health, and improve our ability to cope with negative emotions like fear and anger. So I, people ask and ask a lot, why can't it be difficult to live in the now? Living in the now is so difficult because we are always encouraged to think about the future or dwell on our past. Adversements, reminders, notifications, messages, and alerts are also often geared towards the past or the future. Think about how often you are busy doing something else, perhaps even fully engrossed in it. When you are jolted out of your flow by your phone, sudden ding! Now, think about how often that message or notification helps you stay present and aware of the here and now. If you're like me, your response to that is probably just about never. Our phones are incredible pieces of technology that allow us to do so much more and do it so much more efficiently than ever before. But we really need to take a break from our phones at least once in a while. Other factors that contribute to our inability to live in the now includes we often edit out the bad parts of our experiences, making our past seem more enjoyable than what it really was. Number two, we face a lot of uncertainty when we live in the present, which can cause anxiety. And number three, our minds simply tend to, tend to wander. One thing is we can do is balance the past, present, and future. The one thing is we have to understand, it's good to think about the past and future sometimes where we will be if we don't look back over our past successes and mistakes and learn from them. Where will we be if we never plan for the future or prepares ourselves for what is to come? In both cases, we likely wouldn't be in a good place. It's essential to a healthy life to spend some time thinking about the past and the future, but it's rare that we don't think enough about the past or the future. Usually our problem is focusing too intently or even obsessively on the past or the future. One of the aims of mindfulness and a key factor in living is a healthy life is to balance your thoughts of the past, the present, and the future. Thinking about any of them too much can have serious negative effects on our lives, but keeping the three in balance will help us to be happy and healthy people. It's hard to say that the exact right balance is, but you'll know you're hit it when you worry less, experience less stress on a regular basis and find yourself living it the majority of your life in the present. I know we've had several people to come in and enter to the studio, but one thing is we want to ask our studio audience, 
how to be present and live the moment. What do you do sometimes to be in the present and live in the moment? Go ahead, James. Um, uh, usually I, I'll meditate or try to focus on where I am at the present moment and try to rule out distractions as uh, noise, uh, environments, even sometimes family or just people, period. So it is very important. And I think that's why uh, when uh, Jesus really wanted to be in the moment, he went away into the mountains or he went away by himself. And that's why he got with the Father. So what I do is really try to focus on the moment and try to hear now. And I thank you for that. And I want you to definitely bring that back up because I think people don't understand that Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. True. Can I repeat that? Do you mind me repeating that? Go right ahead. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And 40 nights. I just want them to get a, 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 just, a just a snippet of the 40 days first. And then I'm going to give them 40 nights. <laughs> and we wonder why. Mm. And he went to the Mount of Olives. He went everywhere. The Garden of Gethsemane. And he went there and he stayed. And, and, and please... Um, um, James, please, please let me know if somebody went with him. <laughs> no, they those that were with him, he asked them to that he need to go alone at that point. Oh Jesus! He left See, them alone and went by himself. Do you hear the bi- biblical perspective from this? Sometimes you got to be alone. True that. It's okay. Everybody ain't meant to go everywhere you go. No, you need some alone time. To be in the moment. To be in the moment. And right. to hear the voice of your father who art in heaven. Or to see yourself. That part. Have some time with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's called self-assessment. Just to get, just as I tell people, sometimes I just go to just to smell myself. <laughs> <laughs> see what I smell like. Right. Because most people don't understand that sometimes when you just have that alone moment, you're able to experience you specifically for you. And also you get the opportunity to see yourself, whether or not you are humble or whether or not you are submissive, whether or not you're in a surrendering mode. You know, people don't realize surrendering takes on a, a different connotation of connotation of aloneness and the moment. That's why surrenderance is so vital in spirituality, in life, in mm-hmm. reality. In order to obtain the realness, you have to surrender what you have in this life. Okay. And y'all mm-hmm. understand the art of surrendering? I'm going to give it to you probably in three words. To give your all. That might have been four. <laughs> and to give your all to Jesus Christ. I didn't say give some of you and then sneak back over and go do the rest of the stuff the other time. Mm. But to give your all. And this is surrendering so much where you can have a peace of mind. And once you're able to have that peace of mind, 
it becomes to the point where it's you you're doing his will, not yours. True that. And you're not making mistakes. If you're fully surrendered, let's say that. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, we, we, you know, we still have this balance and, you know, I'm not competing with anybody that say, well, we're still human. You are. And as I continue to tell you, you have choices. And the one thing is in those choices, you choose whether to do too right or wrong. <laughs> Nobody can make you do right or wrong, but yourself. True that. So we have to understand the art of manipulation that people put in your mind to assist you in making those choices. Mm. And I call it the art of seduction too as well, because they will seduce you into doing things too as well that you don't want to do. That's when you're not in the moment. Exactly. (laughs) So then you must go alone. (laughs) True that. That's when you're asked to be alone real quick so you can, you can focus and think about what is going on. Sometimes people come to me and I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just not, I, I can't get into your vibe. Mm. And I do apologize because there's nothing wrong with you. It's something wrong with me. I'll blame it on me first. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to be here. How about that? So we must understand when 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 people just need some time, um, and some people try to force time on on people. So I think that they have to understand that these people need that time, whatever they're going through, because it could be detrimental to a lot of things. Um, so we must understand when somebody asks for time, give them that time. True. Yeah. So one thing is how to be present and live in the moment is to get to this healthy balance, try to keep these guidelines in mind. Thank you for joining the Pulse and Anderson and Nah. Think about the past in small doses and make sure you're focusing on the past for a reason. Mm. For example, to relieve, a ple- to relive a pleasant experience, identify where you went wrong or figure out the key to a past success. Number two, think about the future in small doses and make sure you're focusing on the future in a healthy, low anxiety way. Don't spend too much time worrying about the future. Think about the future just long enough to prepare for it and then move on. Number three, stay in the present moment for the vast majority of your time. Sometimes you have to understand following these guys' lines is easier said than done, but it will get easier with practice. And the one thing we're talking about is what are you doing in this moment, the Pulse and Anderson and I? What we're talking about is how to live in this present moment. And the thing is we understand that people do think about a lot of things in the past. People think about a lot of things for the future. But being in this present moment is exactly what it is. And it's that pause in time. Because the thing is, if you're in the now, it's, there is no time. Right. The future, there was time. In the past, there is time. But when you're in the now, there is no such thing as time. Hmm. I like mm. the idea of you use practice. Yes. That's something we think. We don't have to do, you know, think about it when, when you are a professional basketball, football, tennis, whatever profession you are, there's a lot of practice or rehearsals there's a lot of things you have to go through with in order to maintain or to acquire that same things about the now mm-hmm. you have to practice that practice being focused practice on how to 
uh, really release yourself. When I say release yourself, that's your inner self, your spiritness. The outer you is always fighting against your spiritual you. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to release your physical self to where your spiritual self could be uh, manifest. Yeah, that's a good word for it. So it is very important. You know, people don't talk about this kind of practice or, you know, they talk about it in, in, in meditations and uh, things of that nature, but to being in your spiritual now, being in the being in the now, and and really being in the now, just the only way you be is in spirit, because there's no time. Hmm. Wow, that is that was a good revelation for me. <laughs> I heard that. Wow, <laughs> and that's what we don't understand. Being in that spiritual moment has no time. Hmm. Hmm. Just imagine how much, how much spiritual moments, because I don't want to call it time, spiritual moments that you can have just being in the spirit. And then when you look at the futuristic or the past part of just looking how that time was spent and how meaningful it was. The moment. Spiritual moments. Mm. Trust me. I can sit here a whole day in a spiritual moment. Wow. And no time has even passed for me. We have to understand how the spirituality have a whole piece of the present, the now. And once we become peacefully wrapped in it, what does that look like? How does that feel? What can you get accomplished with being in the spirit and ab ab abiding by the spirit? But for those who still are complex and still practicing on it, how to live in the moment but plan for the future? It might seem complicated to figure out this delicate balance, but it's not as complex as it, as it seems. When we engage in mindfulness, in which we will do an exercise or present moment meditation, we are not ignoring or denying thoughts of the past or the future. We are simply choosing not to dwell on them. A lot of people like to dwell and just sit there. It's okay to acknowledge and label our past and future focused thoughts, categorize them, and be aware of their importance. The important point is not to allow yourself to get swept up in thinking about the past or future. As Andy Pundacomb of Headspace states, we can present when consciously reflecting on events from the past as opposed to be caught up, distracted, and overwhelmed by the past. When we are aware and present, we don't need to worry about getting caught up in thoughts of our past or anxiety about our future. We can revisit our past and anticipate what is to come without losing ourselves. Now, we want to talk about using present moment awareness to stop worrying. Speaking of worrying, and why do we worry? Present moment awareness is a great way to cut down on how much you worry. Follow these six steps, and I'm going to give you six to become more attuned to the present and rid yourself of excess anxiety. Number one, cultivate unselfconsciousness. Let go and stop thinking about your performance. Mm. 
Number two, pack practice savoring. Avoid worrying about the future by fully accepting, experiencing the present. Let me say that again. Practice savoring. Avoid worrying about the future by fully experiencing the present. Sometimes we're too caught up in the uh, in the in in the um, future, and we want to know what's going to happen next, and we miss out on everything that just happened in front of us. Number three, focus on your breath. Allow mindfulness to make you more peaceful and smooth your interactions with others. Number four, find your flow. Make the most of your time by losing track of it. I do that a lot. But like, oh, what time is it? All right. <laughs> Improve your ability to accept. Move toward what is bothering you rather than deny or run away from it. And number six, enhance your engagement. Work on reducing moments of mindlessness and noticing new things to improve your mindfulness. What do you think about that, James? I love it. Um, the consciousness of peace and uh, not, you know, people tr- always trying to fix things and trying to, when I say things, I'm not talking about physical things. I mean, some, 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 uh, Emotional, some uh, uh, family ties, friendship, and everybody trying to fix it or trying to put it in perspective when and when everybody needs to really surrender and let the spirit do the work. Uh, that's his design job is, is to lead and guide. But we often try to fix it. When we worry about when we can't fix it, we're trying to have a figure out a way to fix it. And all those things characterize us to be worried, depressed, stressed, and anxiety. All those things are caused that are, all those things we cause. It's not necessarily part of us, but that's what we call on ourselves. But learning how to surrender and be in the moment. That that's that's the absolute there. Learning how to surrender and being in a moment. Be here now, being present. Like I tell people, whenever you are somewhere, you know you got some greens on the stove. Understand you left those greens on the stove for a reason. They're supposed to be cooking. Now, if you didn't not take care of the time and the time that you're supposed to be sitting there watching those greens, that has nothing to do with what's going on for the present. <laughs> Because that's past. <laughs> uh, one thing is people always trying to do so many things. Like, you know, you're several people at several times and trying to get so many things knocked out. Okay. So any questions, any comments, anything that we want to talk about? Definitely, I hope you enjoy. What are you doing in this moment? Because that's important about what are you doing in this moment? This moment that you're listening right here at this podcast, when it drops in the um, in the in the archive videos, I want you to ask yourself: If you're listening at this moment, what are you doing in this moment? And are you sitting there thinking about past or future events? Try to be more present in the moment that you're listening to this right now. Take this time out to go back and rewind everything we said. You can zoom back to 000 
and look at exactly what we said. And I want you to be present in the moment and listen how you need to be present in the moment. We gave six steps in being present in the moment and things that we need to understand what puts us in that present time. We're not asking you to, like you're going to do it like right off, like soon. It takes practice. Um, Took me a long while to get this um, Mm -hmm. because we were, I was I was always worried. Oh, I want to see me do better, but it wasn't about me doing better. It was about me experiencing the present. And sometimes we don't do that because they. Well, what's going? This going? Wait, hold on. Let's stop. Let's be in the moment for right now. And most people don't know how to do that because their minds keep running and running and running. Where are they running to? I don't know because the mind don't have feet, but it's running. Okay. Um, so we must, huh? It's continuing. Oh, is that what it's gonna call it too? The mind is continuing. Where's it? Conti- where's it continuing to? <laughs> Wherever it's going. So, <laughs> that, where's it going? <laughs> Your mind like is that, a terrible thing know. to waste. So, if you're That's running true. it or you're continuing it, is it going somewhere? Your mind is a terrible thing to waste, and you're wasting your mind. <laughs> true. That's the point is that learn to be in the now, focus in the now to where your mind won't be continuing, it will be at rest or at peace. Right. And you want that. And um, it says in the Bible, I will keep you in perfect peace as as long as your mind stayed on him. him. Mm. I'm just going to leave y'all with that because you know what? I'm in perfect peace. Long as my mind is stayed up on them. Long as I long. Long. Okay. Could long. I interject something? Could I yes. interject something? Because uh-huh. I, I I remember when I was in confusion or in a state of trying to be in a rush with the world. And I I, I was trying to determine what was my now, and I didn't know that now, but I need I, I need to know what it's like to be in the spirit. And I was led to go and sit in some racks and where I worked at and meditate on him. And I had to go there alone. I it wasn't with no one. It was just me and him. And he talked with me and we, you know, we had conversations. And during those conversations, he instructed me that I had to um, carry the message or preach. And I immediately tried to find someone else or find a way out. I was trying to, I thought it was going to be my son. So I said, well, I'll make sure. And he had to let me know, no, it's you. I, at that point, I was wrestling or trying to figure out if it happened, how people going to see me what they're gonna say? I was trying to, I was trying to fix it, and and then I, I did. I then decided. I said, "Well, look, Lord, if you would let me get home, when I get home, whatever you want to do, you can do it." But he said, "No, the time is now. It got to happen now." And when I accepted, when I surrendered, when I stopped trying to fix it, and let go and let God, is when it happened. And I, I said that because so many of us 
try to figure out to fix it, figure out the peace, figure out. It's not for us to figure out. It's for us to let go and surrender to the Holy Spirit. And he'll do the rest. I, I, that was for, I don't know who it's for, but it was for someone because I know how I was. I knew I had five senses. I knew I was somewhat intelligent. I knew I had good common sense. I knew I had good rational abilities, but that in, that's not what it took. It takes you giving up those abilities that we call, but they are inabilities and allowing the spirit to manifest himself. Thank you. Thank you for that testimony. I hope that it helps someone out there because I think what we still have to understand is each and every one of us have our own personal centered plan for what God has already purposed and formed us. So we must enhance that by surrendering and making sure that we are doing his will. And that's one thing that we must keep reiterating that, oh, well, well, I don't know any much, much more about this, but the thing is just, just pray, pray for what you want. He said, ask and you shall receive. But knowing in that, that he has the ability to give you all the answers you need. But then again, you have to do some work. In your surrendering, you got to forgive. <laughs> In your surrendering, you got to read. In your surrendering, you have to practice the things and be Christ-like. It should be a Christian lifestyle. So we must understand what that means in many facets of having that ability to have the spirit of discernment to know. And um, we always say, test the spirit by the spirit. And one thing is we won't be faltering once we know that the spirit is alive in us. And that's the right spirit and the spirit of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's what we have to manifest for and look for in everything that we do. Um, one thing that people don't understand is even in a similar situation that, you know, I had to I had to attempt to find answers. But one thing that I did was assess me. And in my assessment of me, I had to turn myself inside out because I knew the spirit lived inside of me. So I had to see me inside of me. So all my muscles were revealed. And this is just a visualization of what happened. Uh, because basically, I had to see the truth inside of me. And what was that truth? I know some things that I had to get rid of. I know some things that was not of God. And that's what he want us to do. And guess what? After that fact of me surrendering, I had to go and forgive. I had to make an alt. If I had an alt with my brother, I had to go get forgiveness. 70 times seven. And that's what we don't do anymore. Oh, I get baptized and I go to church and I'm, that's not it. That's not it. I don't care if you pay $1 million in tithes. You better think about the rich man and the poor man. <laughs> the parable's in the Bible. So they'll, they'll let you know what happens. <laughs> so people got to understand these things are real. And it's just a remake of or what we're doing here is just a, a, re, a, a restructure or whatever we call it or what they call it when you remake or um, 
Like history is just repeating itself. Repeat, yeah. So we must understand if you if you consciously read the Bible, because I consciously read the Bible, the entire Bible. Yes, you will understand that. And I was saying, looking like this, this stuff is happening now. Mm-hmm. Even in Kings and different, 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 different numbers, mm-hmm. Leviticus. I look at numbers. I was like, um, they, they weren't doing nothing but get a census. And this is what they're doing now. <laughs> but all the tribes and nations, they was trying to see who had what in there, and, you know, so we could see what we got here. <laughs> they were just, they was counting them in numbers. Trust me, they was counting them up. So I just see how a lot of things really um, relate um, to, to, the, to, to, to the Bible and how we need to continue doing his will um, as we continue on on our daily journey, um, no matter what we do. Okay. So we definitely want to practice. Um, we're going to do a loving kindness meditation. It brings us back to an innate potential for love and awareness where we can cultivate love and help it flourish. The primary objective being to develop care towards ourselves, to enable us to fully include others in that kindness. This loving kindness practice involves silently repeating phrases that declare good qualities to ourselves and to others. The one thing before I start here is, <clears throat> I want you guys to understand on the rise creating your voice, we do not see color, we do not see race. What we do is see human and humankind. When God made, he said, I made man and made man his own image. Most of the times I don't see black, white, color, the new thing in there in the Bible. But I do see humankind. And humankind meaning that we're supposed to be both, both human and kind to one another. I want to start eliciting kindness across the world, across these seven um, continents, that um, no matter what culture, no matter what religion, no matter what creed, no matter what, how come we just can't be kind and do kindful acts? So many cultures have different things that they do to mentally strap people, but be kind. Be kind. If you have a slave, be kind to them. If you have a master, be kind to them. It's in the Bible. Be kind. And that's the word I want to use because um, love is my ministry. Um, I can't continue to tell people need how how much we need love. And the, the key operant word is God is love. So if God is love, that means that we need to implement it to the fullest and to the highest extent. Um, let's go ahead and start this meditation. Okay. And then if we have any questions, we'll come back. Okay. We should begin by taking delight in our own goodness. Remembering things we have done out of good heartness and rejoicing in those memories to celebrate the potential for goodness we all share. I want you to silently recite phrases that reflect what we wish most deeply for ourselves, such as, may I live in safety, 
May I have mental happiness, peace, and joy. May I have physical happiness, health, and freedom from pain. May I live with ease. We should repeat the phrases with enough space and silence between to fall into a rhythm. Focus our attention to one phrase at a time. And if you want to join in your own phrases at this time, you may do so. When we notice that our attention has wandered, we should be kind to ourselves and let go of the distraction. Gently returning to repeating the phrases without judging or disparaging ourselves. We should visualize ourselves in the center of a circle composed of all those who have been kind to us or have inspired us because of their love. We have met them or read about them. They, be up, they may be alive now or may be in a historical figure. As we picture ourselves in the middle of the circle, we should experience ourselves as the recipient of all their love and attention. As we keep repeating gently the phrases of loving kindness to ourselves. Finally, let go of the visualization and keep repeating the phrases for a few minutes more. Each time we do so, we are transforming our old, hurtful relationship with ourselves and are moving forward, strengthened by the force of kindness. Most important to remember is that mindfulness meditation is not about trying to stop thinking but about practicing being mindful of whatever happens. Many of us may believe that emptying our mind is the objective, but this is not true of mindful meditation. Therefore, when we find ourselves thinking, we just need to include it into what we notice. 
our aim is to be ourselves as we are being in the present, being in the now. Not to try to change ourselves into some idea of how we think we should be. What are you doing at this moment? All right. How was that? Oh, peaceful. Yeah, 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 yes. Sometimes you just have to sit. <laughs> and just do body scans, just do the natural things. I like going for walks and touching leaves and things. I was I will pull a leaf off in a minute and smell it and just walk. <laughs> because that's life. So I I love to do that. Like it rained today um here in DC. I grabbed my umbrella. I said, I want to go out in the rain. <laughs> that's life. That's 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 running water. Living water. So those things we need to focus on, those things that are living. Yeah. Any 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 wisdom moments at this particular time, James, that we're gonna leave here with? God is looking for true worshipers. That worship that worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. My word of wisdom is number one thing is seek first seek ye. Yes, yes. I'm gonna say that again. First seek ye the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness. All of his righteousness include all of that book things in the Bible. Okay. And all the things will be added unto you. They'll be added. If you first Seek ye. That's it. So we must understand what that looks like specifically for us. Mm. And I'm saying us, individually us. Sometimes we try to go in with people and seek them. (laughs) He already purposed you in the womb. That person with you right now wasn't in the womb with you, unless they was a twin. But somebody came out earlier. (laughs) Both of y'all weren't born together. (laughs) All right, man. So I think what that's what we got. Well, that's my twin. I understand. Let's see. One twin bad, one twin good. Somebody make it to heaven. <laughs> so every time must sit on its own bottom. So as we leave here, I want you to know we do. Huh? I said that's it. I was amen. Oh. We do Sunday Jewels on the Rise um, on Sundays at 6 p.m. Central Eastern Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Central Standard Time. We also do um, here popping live at 6, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We do have church on um, Sundays, um, which is, oh, you got that number available? You know, I don't ever have it. <laughs> I'd be so ashamed. I don't know the number because I just press the button. You know, that's the convenience of having, having your phone. <laughs> you just press the button. 744-7-4-4-258-258-6705. And make sure you join in on Sundays, and that's at 945 Eastern Standard Time, 845 Central Standard Time. Um, that's AM for Sunday school, and then immediately after that is church. Um, we do have every second Thursday is repairing spiritual relationships. 
Well, we talk about church hurt, but we're not going to talk about church hurt. We're talking about the people in the church that probably said something to you that really didn't sit well with you. So let's talk about the people in there. Okay. So we want to repair those relationships because, you know, maybe you were a little younger and you didn't understand what they were meaning. Maybe you was a little younger and like, oh, that hurt my feelings. That's why I don't want to go back to church because you know how y'all do. But at the end of the day, it happened. And we want to make sure that people are able to express themselves um, in a in a in a mindful way, not calling any names out, no, no religions, no churches, no anything, but being able to relate your story to help someone else that may have that same testimony or that different thing that happened to them too as well. And how did you get out of it? Some of the people got out of it. That's the one things we want to do is making sure that we're able to come back to Christ in a good way. Hey man, not saying that you left them, but just making sure that you're not holding on to that hate and have this and already have forgiven. Um, we do have Bible study every Wednesday night, and that's at seven fifteen Eastern Standard Time and six fifteen Central Standard Time. Seven fifteen Eastern Standard Time and six fifteen Central Standard Time, and we're in um, First Corinthians still. Yes, we are starting at sixteenth verse. At the 16th verse, okay? So do be mindful each and every day that you are what you are. And True. the thing is, that's why we ask, what are you doing in this moment? Are you still thinking about work? I know I'm not. <laughs> when that computer turned off, I forget about it. <laughs> Unless I got some stuff to do, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm managing to leave it where it is um so any other questions any other comments we'd like to thank you guys for definitely being here um for those who want to listen after the fact be in the moment when you listen to this and making sure that you're being present as we continue doing present moment things um so we can get better and get more wiser in christ okay as we continue on, we like to say, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse, heck, tell everyone, and we'll see you on the next podcast. All right? Yes. Everyone have a good night and be blessed. Well.